All right, welcome to our Faith and Work Bible Study. This is our second to the last one, and we're on the book of Revelation, and we're doing the very last storyline out of out of 31 total storylines throughout this Bible that we've done over the last few months. Uh, and then we have one more uh, core doctrine that we will do. But this is the last storyline, and it's called The Return of the King. And the verse that we're looking at today is in Revelation 21, it's verse 5. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. So I'm going to go ahead and read through this storyline. It's pretty quick. The book of Revelation is the record of a vision given to the Apostle John concerning the reign and return of Christ. It begins with the resurrected Christ giving letters to the seven churches in Asia. As this vision unfolds, we encounter some of the most challenging passages to be found in Scripture. The symbolism and imagery presented in Revelation is unlike that in any other book of the Bible. Understanding the book, therefore, can be difficult. Contrary to what many Jews expected, Jesus did not usher in God's kingdom upon his resurrection. Instead, Jesus taught that he would return at a future time to judge all the nations and to bring ultimate renewal to creation. On the day of his return, those who follow Christ and his kingdom will be separated from those who do not. Jesus taught that only the Father knows the day and the time of Jesus' return, and in, until that day, the church is to wait with ready anticipation. One thing, however, is clear. God is the ruler of everything who will come, who will come to judge the world and usher in the new heavens and new earth. The final chapters of Revelation proclaim a glorious renewal of all creation. In this new creation, pain and death will be completely eradicated, and the nations will bring their treasures into this new city of peace. So that's it. That's the last storyline, and that gives you the basics, um, really, the, the theme of Revelation. And, and Revelation gives us hope for renewal, where um, Christ will come back, wash away every tear, restore order to the earth and heavens. And I think all of these visions of John uh, that he wrote about in Revelation are certainly a bit mysterious. Um, it's hard to determine how much of the writing might be meant literally, how much might be figurative. Uh, the theme uh, is definitely that all, that all things will be made new, but we will not know the hour that it will happen. We won't know in advance. So it just makes me think today about the question, what do you look forward to? And for me, I'll admit um, that I probably don't think that much about Jesus' return during my lifetime. I, I guess I tend to think that if it hasn't happened in the 2,000 years since his resurrection, it's probably not likely to happen in the next 30 years or so that I still have left on the earth. But I do look forward to being in the presence of Jesus. I, I guess I probably assume it'll just be in heaven instead of on a new earth. Um. Scholars have different views on the meaning of the book of Revelation. Uh, the Faith and Work Bible talks about four main perspectives, uh, all different in their understanding of Revelation. There is the preterist view, the historical view, 
the futurist view and the idealist view. And the first three of those views differ in how much of um, you know the the predictions described by John in Revelation have already happened, or you know they 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 all differ in whether or not they've already happened or are happening now or will happen in the future. You know how much of that stuff falls into each of those categories. All those first three views are different in what scholars may or may not believe. The idealist view, the fourth one, is very different in that it really portrays the book as symbolic and, you know, describing timeless truths rather than, say, literal historical events for the most part. So symbolic poetic interpretation versus literal interpretation, it's it's a bit of a mystery in this book, I think. That's fair to say. But as I think about it today, that's not totally unexpected from Jesus, really, is it? I mean, Jesus didn't always lay things out in super straightforward terms. Sometimes he used parables so that people had to form their own opinions about um, what God is doing and how our pur- what our purpose is here on earth and how uh, and what our future really holds on earth or in heaven. I think we're all faced with the fact that we we will never really know everything. And given that fact, I think we get to choose what we'll focus on. You know, it, it you know, what what is God wanting me to understand today, perhaps is a good question to ask ourselves on a daily basis. What is he calling me to do today? So perhaps he gave God gave these visions to John so that we could all have a sense of hope and be reminded that Christ does restore everything in the end. And even though we don't know all the details, we can we can still place our full faith in him and that we can find our purpose in following his commands. And lastly, that the future is bright for those of us who choose to follow Jesus. So those are my thoughts today on uh, this last storyline talking about Revelation. So I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for uh, the book of Revelation and all that it teaches us. Help us to understand what you want us to understand about it. And most of all, help us to find our hope in you and know that you do promise to restore everything new and that you will be with us until the end of the age and that our future is bright with you. Thank you for giving us that hope. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.